Hey there guys, welcome back to a brand new episode of Avatar The After Show. This is the one and only show where we talk about every single episode of Avatar The Last Airbender. And what an episode we're going to review today. Uh, Last week we talked about episode 17, The Northern Air Temple. This week we are uh, talking about chapter 18, The Waterbending Master. And I'm just going to, I'm going to... You know, I've I've kind of given you guys a little bit of behind the scenes info uh, that I re- pre-record these two weeks in advance. Um, but by the time this episode goes up, I, this ep- I've timed it just right, so that this episode goes up on my birthday at six o'clock. So by the time you listen to this, I will be uh, celebrating a magnificent birthday. Hopefully. <laughs> Um, but, uh, regardless, that's why I'm recording this episode two weeks, uh, in the past, because, uh, yeah, because I'm just gonna be too busy that week, and I'm just not gonna, not gonna do anything for, for that entire week. I'll probably record a Zeke Setzer show that week, but, but that's it. That's probably it. So, (laughs) um... But anyway, let's not waste any more time. Let's talk about Chapter 18, The Waterbending Master. Now, The Waterbending Master debuted on November 18th, 2005. It was written by Michael Dante DiMartino and was directed by Giancarlo, uh, by Gian, Giancarlo Volpe. Uh, and JM Animation returns to do the animation for this episode. So, obviously, uh, we have been, we've, we're getting closer and closer actually to the ending of the, of the season, of the first season. So, uh, I gotta, I gotta say guys, it's actually been a wild journey, you know, I feel like we just started this show like back in June, uh, it's been like a three month process almost um at least i feel like it has and uh we're we're getting closer and closer to the uh ending of the season which means the ending of the first season of uh avatar the after show and we'll probably be disappearing for about a year uh for about until until next season starts so but anyway um so we've been following along and we have reached the third to last episode of the season. And um, I actually really enjoyed this episode. Um, I don't love it, but I enjoyed it. I think, for me, um, it's good to see the fact that they are finally... That Team Avatar has finally made it to the, the Northern Water Tribe. That they've finally made it to the North Pole... Um, and they're finally going to start teaching Aang airbending. But this is very much a Katara-centric episode. Um, it's not really about Aang's journey. This is more about Katara's journey. This is uh, really pushing her as a character. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just going to... Start breaking this episode down. I'll tell you guys what I like and don't like on the way uh, as I go on. Um, so the, the episode opens up. Uh, Appa 
is uh, flying very slowly over the ocean. And uh, Sokka complains about it. And then Aang tells them that maybe they should all climb on Sokka's back. And they could fly to the North Pole. And he could fly to the North Pole. Um, but Katara, of course, brings up the fact that they've been flying forever. And they are encountered by water bun- waterbenders from the Northern Water Tribe. Um, and then, uh, and they've, they've found it. They have found the Northern Water Tribe. Uh, we then are introduced, uh, we, we go to a Fire Nation Navy base where Admiral Zhao is, uh, is, uh, revealing his plans that he, that the, the Avatar is traveling north and wants to, uh, uh, and wants to, uh, learn, master waterbending. And then they, uh, Zhao comes up with the idea. They are going to need a massive invasion force. Now, I will tell you this right now. The best parts of this episode is everything with Zuko, Iroh, and Zhao. I think this, this idea of a cat and mount, like, because throughout the entire uh, season, Zuko and Zhao have been playing this kind of cat and mouse game. And um, I love this idea of these two guys just kind of racing to, to bring the Avatar uh, back to the Fire Lord. You know, it's very um, interesting to me. Um, but then we get to back to the, uh, the, the Northern Water Tribe. And... They uh, get to, uh, they get to the Northern Water Tribe. Sokka sees a, uh, a a young woman on a boat and instantly falls in love. Um, later that night, they are at the uh, palace of the Northern Water Tribe, and they are hosting a feast in honor of the arrival of Sokka and Katara. Who brought the Avatar with them? Uh, this is where we meet Chief on Arnook and his daughter Yue, who has turned 16, which is now uh, in the Northern Water Tribe, the age to be married. Um... um during the feast, Paku meets with Aang and tells tells him that he is going to teach him waterbending. And uh, Sokka ends up talking to Princess Yue um, again, like uh, because Princess Yue turns out to be the the young the young woman on the boat uh, from earlier on in the episode. Um, and so we go back to Zhao, uh, uh, we go back, we go back to Zhao, uh, he goes on Zuko's ship, he arrives and takes command of Zuko's soldiers, inviting Iroh to join him as well, while taunting Zuko over, uh, his plans to capture the avatar 
Uh, Zuko tries to go in for a punch, but Iroh tells him to kind of back off. And then Zhao puts two and two together when he sees two swords on the wall. And he puts two and two together and realizes Zuko is indeed the Blue Spirit. So this is where the Blue Spirit episode comes in and is connecting us back into the main story. Um, uh, Zhao tells them that he is an enemy of the Fire Nation and that he will be arrested. And then, and then he leaves. Um, Katara and Aang uh, meet Paku the next morning. And then Paku reveals that in their tradition, women are not allowed to be, to be waterbenders. And basically tells her she should go uh, with a woman named Yugoda and learn how to heal. Um, Aang almost refuses to learn, but then Katara says, don't. Don't take that, don't take that risk. And so Aang decides he's going to learn. Um, and then Katara goes to the healing class. And then she talks with you, uh, Yugoda. And we find out that the that uh, the necklace that was Katara's mother's was also um, the grandmother's necklace as well. And we find out that their grandmother came from the Northern Water Tribe. Um, let's see. Uh, and then uh, they said that she just had mysteriously left um, after she had an arranged marriage. And that she left without saying goodbye. Uh, jumping back to Zhao. Uh, Zhao is meeting with... The pirates um, who had who were from the waterbending scroll episode. Uh, they recently had an encounter with Zuko, and Zhao pays them a pretty good price to kill Zuko. Bum bum bum. Uh, we we uh, we catch up with uh, Sokka and the princess. And uh, we find we find out that um, Princess Yue uh, just we we learn that she just she she invited them and then she says it's a mistake and then she runs away. Um, Sokka goes back to the tent, tells them that everything is going wrong, and then Katara gets the idea that Aang should just teach her water bending at night. After his lessons with Paku. So as Aang is teaching her. Uh, they are caught by Master Paku. Who declares that he will not teach Aang anymore. Uh, the next morning. Uh, Katara pleads the chief to make Paku take Aang back as a student. Um, the chief tells Katara that she needs to apologize to Paku and she basically says screw you man we're gonna fight and so they get into this uh fight and it's a really great fight between uh 
Katara and Paku. Um, I will say though, um, the thing I don't like about this episode actually comes from, uh, from the resolution of the fight. Is that we learn that Paku was, um, was the person who gave Katara's grandmother the necklace. And, I don't know, it just makes me go, really, that's how we're going to resolve the situation, this is how we're going to resolve the situation is just because he remembers being in love and then now he's going to just all of a sudden train Katara in, in waterbending. Like, it ju I just didn't buy into it, um, especially the fact that throughout the entire episode he was just a sexist a-hole. So... Um, but, uh, jumping back to Zuko and Iroh, uh, let me see, let me just, okay, uh, going back to Zuko and Iroh, um, the pirates go over, sneak onto Zuko's, uh, ship, and they, uh, plan the assassination, and the ship blows up. Um, and we don't know if Zuko has survived. Dum bum bum. Uh, and then, uh, at the Fire Nation camp, uh, Iroh is talking to Zhao about the attack on Zuko. Uh, no, he knows that, uh, that it is pirates, but Zhao, you know, Zhao, Zhao knows that it's the pirates because he's the one who hired them as a, as he smiles like the little a-hole he is. And so Iroh uh, agrees to serve as Zhao's general of the fleet. Um, uh, on one of Zhao's ships, General Iroh walks past a Fire Nation soldier to say quietly that their plan is working perfectly. And we find out that this soldier is... Prince Zuko. Yes, he is alive, but he does not look good. He now has a black eye and a couple of scratches on his face, and he's he looks pretty injured. So his face looks pretty injured. So uh, and uh, they uh, Iroh tells him that once they reach the North Pole, he will have a better chance of capturing the Avatar before Zhao does. And so, going back to Master uh, Paku, um, Paku tells Katara that her grandmother was arranged to marry him 60 years prior, but left this, uh, but left for the South Pole before they could. And then Katara understands that her grandmother refused to let the tribe's customs rule her life, and that gives Princess Yue a uh, a revelation almost. And she admits to Sokka that she loves him. Now, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. As much as I love The Last Airbender, okay? I don't buy this love connection. I don't. And I know a lot of people who are diehard fans do. 
I just don't buy the fact that literally I don't buy this idea of love at first sight. You know, I don't buy that one bit. Um, and I think, I don't know. I just, I, I, I don't, I don't buy the fact that all of a sudden, uh, Princess Yue would just be, oh my gosh, I'm in love with you, Sokka. Um, I, I just don't buy that. It, 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 to, to me doesn't feel right. At least with Suki, they had an entire episode where they were, where Sokka was being a complete a-hole and basically judging them because they were women, basically judging the Kyoshi Warriors because they were women. And that was a great arc for him realizing that women can be just as tough as men and it was part of his arc um so forming that connection makes more sense than forming a connection with someone he literally just met a day ago (laughs) um but uh ua kisses him and then sokka's confused but uh, she tells Sokka that they cannot be together. And that's another thing that's really stupid is that she admits that she loves him. But yet she she is still like, oh, we can't be together. I'm engaged. You know, which I, I don't really think you like him. I think you just saw him and were like, eh. I guess I'll make his day good. That's that's what most women try to do. I'm I'm not sexist or anything, but I, you know. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Uh, the next morning, Aang practices the form uh, with Paku, and then Katara shows up and she is late, and now Paku has accepted her as a student. But that's not the end of the episode because the episode ends with Admiral Zhao's enormous invasion fleet. uh, And they have set a course for the Northern Water Tribe. Boom, boom, boom. Now, overall, I gotta say, I like this episode. I don't love it. I think it's got issues. Um, I thought, I think the Zuko and Zhao stuff is the most fascinating part. Um, and, uh, it's the more interesting stuff. Uh, it's the stuff I'm most interested in. And, um, I'm going to give this episode, I'll give it, I'll give it a seven out of 10. It's got tons of issues, so I can't just get it quite above a seven, but I'll keep it at a seven out of 10. So, all right. Uh, now let's get into your uh, questions. Let's see if you guys got any questions here. Let's open up the Q&A box here. And let's uh, let's get right into it. So first question here is... Do you like the character of Princess Yue? Um, she's okay. Um... I don't want to get into too much without spoiling what happens in the next couple of episodes. I just don't think they do that good of a job of fleshing her out. Um, 
But that's all I'll say about it. Uh, yeah, that's all I'll say about it for now. Uh, okay. Let's keep moving on here. Uh, okay, a lot of these are questions that are episodes of Season 2. Oh, here's a good one. Uh, why is Zhao all of a sudden interested in having Iroh work for him? Um, that's a good question. because I think because Iroh is an experienced general, they established many times throughout the show that he is um, an experienced general. Even though, yes, he has failed in the past, uh, he still is a highly uh, well-known general, you know? And so, um, um, I, so yeah, I think that's why they, they, uh, uh, he, he's choosing them. Plus, I think, um, I think Zuko just is a bit of a, is more of a hothead. Um, no pun intended, but he's a bit of a hothead and, um. He, I don't know, just, I think that's also probably another reason why Zhao wouldn't want him, just be, and I think also, there's another reason also, because the whole reason why Zhao's even looking for the Avatar is because he wants Zuko to stay banished, so, um... Okay, I got no more questions for this episode. Okay, so that will do it for this episode, guys. It's very uh, sh- uh, kind of a short episode, but that will do for now. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, if you guys like this episode, please share it and let me know what you guys think. Um, thank you guys so much for listening, and I will talk to you guys later. Peace out.